I don't think anybody really thinks about the repercussions of that. So it's just stacking up debt in college. You don't think about the end game. You don't think about that $100,000 you're going to be in debt in because you're living in that moment. From the west side of Cleveland, Ohio, this is the No Loan Zone podcast on RadioWannabe.com. I'm Janet Maltby. I'm a career counselor, and I've helped thousands of students and adults in transition make wise career choices. I believe completing a degree, pursuing passionate work, and debt-free living is key to your future. I'm here to help you on your journey, and so are my guests. Today in our program, we'll be discussing top college loan mistakes students and parents make. I'll be basing our discussion on a recent Wall Street Journal article entitled, The Four Mistakes Students and Parents Make When Getting Student Loans. A direct link of the article can be found in the show notes of this podcast. We'll be discussing the first two common ones, namely, not adequately exploring debt alternatives and taking on too much debt. You'll meet Betsy Ramos, who took on too much debt, and her sister, who found a way to avoid debt altogether. Then we'll round out our discussion with our financial expert, Joe Flinner of Landing Point Financial Group. It's all here right now on the No Loan Zone podcast. The Wall Street Journal article indicates too many people borrow first for college and contemplate the long-term impact later. Done strategically, it can be a sound financial decision, but debt is still debt. And many people make financial decisions about college without fully considering the possible long-term financial ramifications. That's exactly what happened to Betsy Ramos, a student who went to a school who made it easy for her to take out a loan. I did one of those institutes And with those people, it was like, I went there to get information. And by the time I left there, like it was easy, you know, like they said, sign these papers. I didn't have to go through like the financial aid office and this office and that office because they're like salespeople. That was helpful. But in the other aspect, I had no idea what the heck I was doing. And it was a really expensive program. So mistake number one is not adequately exploring debt alternatives. These types of mistakes can saddle students with debt burden for decades. But is it possible to find another way, a better way? One student who did just that was Betsy's younger sister, Zariah Kino. She saw what her older sisters were going through to pay back their student loans. So she decided to attend a community college and find ways to complete her degree debt-free. I saw that burden on them. I saw how stressful and how frustrating it was. All of their money, all of their hard work that they would have to do just to make ends meet, most of it would be taken away slash put into paying off student loans. And I just saw that and I'm like, I do not want that in my life whatsoever. Zarai found ways to finance her education by applying for jobs on campus and applying to as many grants and scholarships as possible. How did she do this? By exploring and asking a lot of questions. Explore your resources. Explore all the different tabs on your college's main site. Explore the different departments on your campus if you're able to go to campus. 
always be straight to the point of how exactly and what exactly you're looking for. If you don't know how to word the question, dictionaries exist and people exist. So just ask questions and you will receive an answer somehow, one way or another. The Wall Street Journal article we know in the show notes of this podcast offers many links that help students find scholarship opportunities such as College Board, Going Mary, and Sally May. They also mention other alternatives that corporate degree programs offer, such as Starbucks, Target, Walmart, and Citigroup. In the Cleveland area, other tuition assistance work programs are available through McDonald's, Chipotle, and Amazon. Amazon is currently working with the Cleveland State University to help students complete degrees in certain areas. It's worth checking out. So the first mistake parents and students make is not adequately exploring debt alternatives. Recently, I spoke with financial planner Joe Flinner of Landing Point Financial Group about the second mistake students and parents make, namely taking on too much debt. So you look at what your eligibility is, what your need is. You take that over that four-year period, and let's say you're going to take out you know, $10,000 per year in student loans. So at the end of that four-year program, you'll have $40,000 of student loan debt. And I think it's important to talk to your student about what that debt load will be at the end of that four-year period and what they can do to chip away at that. Right. So at the end, you've got $40,000 is when you graduate Mm -hmm. that you need to pay back. Mm -hmm. But there's certain costs that are associated with this loan. There is. So there's just a quick calculation you can do. Every $10,000 of student loan debt will be about $110 a month in payment. So on that $40,000, that'll be about $440 a month in principal and interest payment on a standard 10-year loan. Okay. You know, so it's good to kind of have that concept around what that payment will be. That's on 10 years. It's a standard repayment schedule. Another rule of thumb is to think about, okay, based on that major and the first year salary, is you really want to try to not have that student loan debt be more than what that first year annual potential salary would be. Okay. So for instance, mm-hmm. finance. Right. So so in finance, there's lots of different areas in finance. But if your starting salary is going to be forty thousand dollars a year and that's something where you could Google starting salary for finance majors or starting salaries for nurses or starting salaries for just whatever interest that you have. And they'll give you a rough idea of what that number would be. And I think the big concept there is if you're in a major or a profession that maybe that starting salary is going to be at, let's say, 36000 a year, you don't want to put yourself in a position where you end school with 90000 in college debt because that salary is not going to be able to support that payment. Right. So if you are choosing a major that you know from the get-go you're not going to be earning $100,000 per year at the beginning, then going to a private school that's going to charge you $40,000 per year doesn't make sense. And no, it really doesn't. And I think that comes back to the beginning when you think about the framework of your goal as a parent. If 
going to that private school, if that creates a value proposition in your mind, then I think you really need to think about how much you're going to contribute to help your child out so that they're not in a position where it hurts them financially down the road. Going to college is expensive. For many, taking out college loans seems to be the only answer, but doing some research, knowing some alternatives, looking at what pay you will likely have at the end of a college degree is key to avoiding college loan mistakes and making wise financial and career decisions. That's what the No Loan Zone podcast is all about, finding ways for students to complete a degree debt-free. I invite you to begin that career conversation with me. I meet with students individually, and I teach a totally online class called Career Exploration and Life Planning through Lorain County Community College, SDEV 103. For more information, contact me, Janet Malpe, at noloanzone.com forward slash contact. You've been listening to the No Loan Zone podcast on RadioWannabe.com. Until next time, I'm Janet Malpe. Thanks for listening.